looking good. That camera's looking good. How's my hair look? It's okay? Yeah. All right. This is so weird. This Aww. is weird. Mo always does the intro. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do the normal welcome back, double T fam. It's just Nikki today. Cammy is, actually I have no idea what Cammy's doing. Oh, yeah. she's watching Avatar. The new Avatar. She's watching the new Avatar. Um, mm -hmm. And I have a very special guest with me today. This is Jordan. <laughs> Who am I? Who is Jordan? I know. <sighs> How long have we known each other? Since July. Around then, yeah. Oshkosh. July, end of July time frame. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then... It's been a fun few months. It has. It's oh, been wow, great it's like getting to know you. Five, six months? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Got to learn a lot about one another. We did. But like we. I've enjoyed it. I've had a great time. It, it's had its, you know, little ups and downs, but I think any connection does. It's part of life. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I was not in a place at the time when I met you to open up to anyone. Oh. strangely yeah and I just remember our first night when we all hung out and I got to meet you yeah for whatever reason I just didn't care about being hidden whatsoever I just found I almost found it entertaining to just be incredibly transparent and open from like the absolute beginning the first second yeah you made that very easy well I remember you asked like a million questions I do that all the time and but I loved it because I'm the same way um and I just remember as you were asking questions and I was answering and the conversation went on and everything, I remember thinking, I'm like, okay, he's asking a lot of questions. I'm like, is he interested or is this just who he is? Mm -hmm. And so like, I didn't know. Yeah. I think it's maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But yeah. It was a good time. And then you came back to LA. Thank God you lived in LA. Otherwise that would have been tragic. <laughs> yeah. I would have never imagined finding... I, I'm, I think I can call you a very great friend now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's safe to say. Yeah. I would have never imagined at that point, and I kind of prefaced this already, but like finding a really genuine, wonderfully awesome friend mm -hmm. in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I thought the same of thing. Of all yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. And then I remember I was actually telling my therapist about it. And she was like, and he lives in L.A.? And I was like, yeah, he does. And she was like, oh, good. Yeah. She's like, that would have been a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, the world works yeah. in mysterious ways. I know. Yeah. I, I briefly mentioned a little bit of our origin story on some episodes before. So I'm sure right. some of our, some of my listeners will put two and two together. But okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Now, I wanted to do a little question game. Are you up for it? I am up for it. <laughs> I hear these questions. Okay, this is gonna be fun, and I will preface this to everyone who gets to watch um, or is watching. What's, uh, what I feel is very special about our relationship and our dynamic from the beginning mm -hmm. is that we, for whatever reason, are always really transparent with one another. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like we have an innate ability to know when we're bullshitting one another. Oh, definitely. And I feel like I can read you before, like, I, I don't know why. Like, we always have that kind of, I feel, this, feel yeah. the same way. So <laughs> what, I, what I do look forward to in this experience with you yeah. 
in this conversation, I guess you'd say, is being just more open and transparent and honest about my feelings, which I'm not that great at. You get I think to you've done a great job though. Like you really have, honestly. And and I remember um, I was telling my therapist this mm-hmm. because you mentioned that you've been to therapy before as well. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a for nine- those of you who have not been to therapy and are even remotely trying to, to consider it. Yeah, do it. Do it. I was Mr. Macho Man for way too long. Right. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, absolutely. And we can get into, we probably will get into that with these questions. But anyways, I digress. If you've been considering therapy, no brainer, absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, it definitely changed my life within the last 365 days. And I think, I mean, it's just like a night and day difference. Like when you're, you know, connecting with people, especially like on a more intimate level and everything, like you can really tell mm-hmm. who has like worked on themselves and like met themselves deeply and who hasn't. And I think that's why we've been able to be so like honest with each other all the time is because maybe we've probably faced a lot of the darker sides of ourselves. It's a good point. So that not, is right around yeah. the time when I met you was whenever I started feeling like I was coming to some better conclusions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. Mm. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, okay, well, so I, I say all that to say we're really good at spitballing about where we're at mm-hmm. emotionally or physically or mentally. Um, and what I'm most excited about through this whole thing tonight is just being ourselves and seeing what the heck happens. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about wanting to do this together for a long time now. I know. I, for one, want to say that I'm very proud of everything that you've been doing and your sister have been doing over the past, I guess, year and a half, two years mm-hmm. together. Um, when I first met you, I found it fascinating that not only do you have a twin sister, <laughs> yep. but that you and your twin sister get along like best friends and you two are both very open with one another about your lives and your sexual explorations and your just journey. Mm-hmm. And that inspired me from the get-go. Really? Um, it did, yeah, Aww. because I've never, I guess maybe with the way I was raised, we didn't talk like in within our family mm-hmm. for sure. Like we didn't discuss like sex or like any... it wasn't like that for us either. Like really? growing up, we never discussed it with our parents. Really, the so... sex talk that I got was "Don't do it. You're a whore. Or you'll die. Stop." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was it. So, did you and Cammy talk about that together then, growing up, or when did you two start having that connection with one another? Where like y'all were like, "Man, like, let's talk about guys," or "Let's talk about last night." We actually, I mean, we did talk about it when we were, like, in our teenage years. Um, I think we kind of, and we always, like, recommended books to each other, and they were always really raunchy books. Oh. So, and Kami was actually the one that, you know, she, um, she was always at the forefront of finding really good ones, and she'd be like, they're hilarious, read this, and, like, sure enough, they were great, and I should show you her Goodreads reviews, because they were, oh, my God. She should have her own blog. (laughs) Yeah, um, absolutely. Like, if she, you know, was financially set and all she had to do was just, like, write, like, reviews on books, she'd kill it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's just not like a what book. led y'all to creating a sex podcast? Like, when did when did the light bulb go off? Like, what was the evolution? Just give me, like, the, the, the paraphrasing of it all. I mean, like, our listeners know because we've talked about it before, but I think it was mainly just, like, we kept... We, we talk about it openly. Like, the, the progression of, like, talking about our sex lives, like, 
grew and grew as especially as we got older and started like trying more da 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 and then yeah. um one day I had like a hookup over he was um listening to Kimi and I talk about something um and then he was like y'all should start a podcast and we were like eh, man and then we were like two weeks later we were at a dinner with a friend um it was actually one of Kimi's hookups her current dude you okay met him. okay you, have you met him Oh, I know not. You might be but I know so much about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, and his friend produces podcasts, and he was like, oh, absolutely, you guys should do it. He was like, let me get you in touch with this guy that does the sound. I'll put you all in an email. And then he emailed the guy, and he was like, hey, this is Double Teamed. Like, we hadn't even picked the name. He yeah. did. And we loved it. We were oh, like, really? Yeah, you we didn't even like, come up with the name ourselves? Wow, it was so fake. That's cool. I know. So okay. that's, we've been doing that. But well, I, I never really got... I, 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 I've never really gotten to ask you, so I'm yeah. sorry if everyone's rehearing it over again, but no, no, no. I wanted to understand the journey. Yeah. Um, so what y'all been doing is pretty incredible, I will say. And the oh way, n- well, no, I mean, like, I, not only are y'all two just genuine and attractive girls, but y'all aren't afraid to approach, it seems like, any topic when it comes down to sex. Oh, absolutely. And... I mean, there are definitely some that we've approached like with other people and we're like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's, it's not as if like we've, you know, experienced so much in our own sex life that like nothing shocks us, but like mm-hmm. I think we're always willing to talk about everything just because I think out of curiosity, out of just wanting to know more about it and see if it's something that we want to try or like, yeah. you know, we're each very like sexual in our own ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's been like a really awesome journey. And, um, we did talk about doing more like solo episodes this season. So I'm glad we're here and thank you for doing it yeah. with me. Of course. of course. Because I, I thought it'd be so fun for like our audience to see us like apart from each other and maybe with other people that bring out different energies from us. Absolutely. And like, I'd love for Kimi to do an episode with one of her partners and yeah. have the same experience. Cause I think, um, you know, maybe then they'd see a little bit more of, of her personality and how like she is um, with someone else's energy. Cause the two of us are kind of, I don't want to say very set in our dynamic, but obviously we've been. You have a wonderful energy. It's why it's been successful. But at the same time, like you also, it's kind of fun. It's like when a band plays a different cover song, even though they've got like smash hits, like it's kind of fun just to flow with something different. Just to see our energies in different ways. Right. Um, Well, I'm glad to be here to be able to try it with you. I've always liked our energy, so I'm sure what could possibly go wrong here. <laughs> I don't <laughs> uh, think anything. <laughs> yeah. So what are we, what's on the docket? Like, what are we going to do tonight? What's the... What, so what, I've like, actually always wanted to do this, um, and you're the perfect candidate for it. So there's a guy that I follow on TikTok. Um, his handle is Therapy Jeff. He has his own podcast. Okay. Um, I've never listened to it. Um, I just watch his TikToks. Maybe I should listen to it because he has really great, um, really great content. And he's always, like, talking about, like, 10 questions to ask at the beginning of a relationship, like four unhealthy patterns to like make note of in before you start dating, like all these things. Yeah. Um, and I love therapy. I love a lot of, you know, the work. I'm very introspective. And yeah. so every time he asked these questions, like on the TikTok, I was like, oh, I want to do this with someone. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Do you feel like I'm introspective enough to do this? One? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I think out of, out of all the partners that I've had, um, you've been the most like introspective and communicative and aware of your emotions from the get go. Really? Yes. So, okay. 
very rarely do I meet men that are like aware of their emotions. If that makes sense. Gotcha. That's hard to come by. Do you mind if I dig in a little harder? Because sure, I want to understand maybe what about me or like what raised your antennas. I would say, well, A, like I remember when you asked all those questions in the beginning that night that we first met, like they were, some of them were like incredibly deep questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, I just, I always get the surface level, you know, like, tell me about the podcast. Have you had sex in an airplane? Um, <laughs> so what, what is non-monogamy? Have you had sex in an airplane? I have not actually. Okay. Well. Should we make that a goal? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So I wasn't surface level from the get go. No, wasn't surface level. Your questions were very deep. And I remember like I found myself at times I was like, uh, and I was like, that's a good question that I have not even answered myself. Mm. Um, and so I think that really surprised me. And I remember your friend that was with us that night. I felt so bad that like we were dominating the conversation. <laughs> Yeah. And like, there were moments where we would just like go off on tangents for like 25, 30 yeah. minutes. And yeah. Wow. It all happened. It was so fun. It, it was a happened. fun, we had a great time. And yeah. it was like, I will say from the get go, mm -hmm. uh, it felt organic for me. It felt Good. organic to, to ask you those things. It wouldn't be forced. Yeah. So that had to do with something that you got going on just as much as it does, I guess, with me. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, it was, so it was the questions you asked, it was like, I also felt very like comfortable and safe, like opening up to you. And I think that's like where the honesty really comes from is the fact that like, I always felt like I could, you know, tell you something and like, you wouldn't, um, you know, kind of have like a big negative reaction or anything like that. And you responded pretty like, you know, I would say like neutral pot, neutral to positive when I told you about my, you know, sex podcast, the fact that I'm non-monogamous, I don't yeah. want children. Like you were the first non-monogamous person I ever got to ask questions to. Really? Yeah. I mean, like I've heard of non-monogamy as a construct, but mm -hmm. to be really transparent, like I didn't know a single person that was non-monogamous or maybe I do, maybe there's like, just a a handful of them. Yeah, but people don't always like come out about it. Right. Some people keep it very private and that's fine. Right. Yeah. And what was fun for me was that right from the get-go, we've already been very transparent that like we just love to dive into deep things. Yeah. But then I found out that you had a sex podcast and that you openly communicate about these things and you yeah. are non-monogamous and like that just got my wheels turning like crazy. I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. God, like I have the opportunity to like ask and understand something that like I yeah. really never thought I would. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for that. For the <laughs> last six months of answering really intense questions. A lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I just I ne I, I will say for most of your viewers, most of my viewers, I guess, if I get a chance to throw this up, will know that like I'm just a good old little country boy that ended up in Los Angeles. Like <laughs> the way I was raised, uh at least on the surface, for sure, non-monogamy was not an appropriate thing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, where I was, I was grew up in Dallas. It's exactly. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Right. So yeah. we're, and so my my construct of the dynamic of how a relationship would would be or should be was: you turn eighteen, you get married, you have kids by twenty three, and life's over. Life's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And so, sadly, that's the path for a lot of the people that I like grew up around. It Which, is. For them, that's great. But for me... I will say, yeah. like, for me, it's not. And I'm very happy with where I find myself in life. Good. But whenever I go home and I see my friends and they've lived that life, they're in it. Mm-hmm. They seem just as happy. So oh, good. Okay. who's right or who's wrong, right? Like no, it's I, just, I don't think there's a right and a wrong. I just know that like that life for me would have been an absolute nightmare. Mm. And so it's like I think I think everyone should and I mean I've said this before in other episodes too. Yeah. Everyone should take the time to figure out like what they actually want rather than just like the path that everyone's supposed to follow. Right. And yeah. I think that's definitely Based what I'm at, for sure. Yeah. Like I like I know we talked about this too, is like I think I'm always trying to understand that. Like, I, you're fortunate enough that I think you've clearly drawn a line in the sand, and you know, you know where you're. You know, the Titanic is heading straight, <laughs> straight toward the next iceberg, right? Um, well, I've had ten years to. That's fair. You know, I took ten years to figure out what I want in a relationship. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out. You know. You are. But I, I think I have a. There are probably about three to five things that I'm like very certain on and then the rest can kind of just come in as it does gotcha so yeah it's I I will say like I think I'm still definitely understanding that and figuring that out and you've been very career focused and you've done phenomenal in your career like for anyone watching Jordan set everything up it was very fun for me to watch you like in your element and like work all the equipment and all the lighting and everything your virgo mars really came out oh meticulous i i figured (laughs) if we're gonna do this we might as well do it right you know make it shake it up a little bit make it look fancy no but it was i've i've always found it attractive to like see people like in their element um Mm -hmm. but i like everything that you've told me about your career too you know you started in engineering and now you're in directing and producing and cinematography, however you want to label it. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, me but neither some days. I think it's days. dope, and I think you do a great job with it. And all the time, you know, when you send me your work, like, I'm always very proud to see it. Well, that makes me very happy. So, yeah. Thank you. But I definitely appreciate, like I said, that you've been so open to hearing about, you know, my lifestyle and my journey and everything. And you know, not really, you haven't cast like any judgment or like any negative. No, I mean, I certainly not my place to ever do that to begin with. But to me, I, like I said, I, I was raised in a very small town in Texas with a very religious Catholic dominant society and, and your insight and, and the conversations you get to have on your podcast, like the ways that you and your sister are able to expand y'all's own understanding of like what mm-hmm. a dynamic of a relationship can be or could be or yeah. or how you want it to be. It's not so much etched in stone and more so about like what makes you feel whole. And mm-hmm. that always fascinated me from day one. I thought that, you know, most of how I've gone about life, it's questioning it. Mm-hmm. And one Which thing I've... You're right. I I strongly feel that way. But one thing I never did up until the moment that I met you was question the construct of a relationship. Like what's, Mm -hmm. what's that mean to me? What are the things that I personally need out of them or like want or desire or just have to have to feel full? And have you answered any of those questions yet? I have not, but I feel like tonight we might. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to pick like 
both like deep questions uh-huh. and you know maybe a couple little lighthearted ones. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well, Shelly. I. What's no time like the present? Yeah. Let's just dive in now that everyone kind of at least has some understanding of who I am, who you are, and how did that get in there? Oh, it was. <laughs> it was just the bag that I put in. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Pick a random question. Oh, okay, let's. Now, do we want to each answer it, or do you like we just answer? I think there's about like ten total. I don't know if we'll have time for all ten. I think but... we're in no rush. Thank God these cameras have two and a half hour run times. So okay. y'all just strap in and buckle up because we're gonna go for a ride. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will say I think we should both answer because both answer. I don't ever like to ask a question that I couldn't answer myself. Okay, I like it. And I think that's fair. Okay. So. Let's just go through what we're about to do. We're going to pick, Nicole is sweet enough to kind I of. I go by Nikki on the show. Sorry, yeah. Nikki was, <laughs> Nikki was sweet enough to organize a bunch of questions in here. They're very deep. Some of them are. Some of them are just you know, good old questions. But mm-hmm. we're going to just do our best to pick each other's brains and see what we have to say. What's our first one? This one's sexual. There are a couple that are All sexual. Right. Is that okay? Starting off spicy. Oh, and this one's this one was supposed to be like a more lighthearted one, but anyways. Okay. okay. While we are doing it, what could I say or do that would instantly turn you off? Turn me off? Yes. Ooh. I already know the answer to mine. Okay. But you go ahead. What could you say or do instantly that would turn me off? I love how we're like, oh, they're deep questions, and this is the first one. This is it, right? <laughs> um, I mean, to me, yeah. that moment is very intimate between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if you were to say anyone else's name in that moment, it would oh, immediately God. turn me off. Wait, has that ever happened? It's never happened. You're in good, you're in, you're in, you're in good standings. Okay, wait, has, has someone else done that? <laughs> it's never happened to me. Okay, okay. It's never happened to me. <laughs> okay. Except for you, Kristen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, it's never happened to me. Okay. But I think that's a that's an easy lowball answer. Like that one shouldn't be that shouldn't be acceptable. Anything else? Like if someone like yeah, I, I think. Oh boy, something that would immediately turn me off. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like starting to get deep into like the father derogatives. Like oh, the, the, daddy? the yeah. daddy things, like that. Okay, I don't know why. Doesn't really do it for me. It reminds me of a, um, it was a TikTok I saw, mm-hmm. and the girl was like, she was having um, intercourse with her dude, oh. and she went to say daddy, but instead she said dad. So it's like, oh, dad. Okay, yeah. See, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, there, it, it leaves way too much for speculation. I'm also someone that, like, I don't like too much of the mm-hmm. daddy mommy play. I like it sometimes. Yeah. If yeah. I get in the mood for it, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. But okay. my answer to this question is if anyone um, spits in my mouth or my face. Instagram. Well, I thought we had to say what someone says. What's... Say or do. Oh, dang. That would have totally opened up my mind to Let's things. hear it. Is there another one for do? Hold on. Re-emphasize yours. I want okay, to absorb so it. I, it would be an instant turn off if someone like spit in my mouth or on my face. I yeah. don't mind spit like on my body, but it has to be done right. Like if it looks like you're like hawking a loogie, it's not. That's not right. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then as far as like say. <laughs> 
Has anyone ever um, done that? I really don't like it when people call me cutie. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. So if someone, like, people will say that in messaging, and I'm just like, please don't. Stop that. But if they do that, like, in bed, I'd be like, ugh. Okay. Done. Okay. Two, two great ones. Um, I would say physically for me, if the girl was just like, I'm on my period, let's go fuck. Really? You don't like period sex? It's just not my thing. It doesn't have to be your thing. It's not my thing. I, you know me well enough to know, like, I'm just a very clean person. Like, I like to feel clean. Is there Taurus in your chart? I don't remember. Okay. I continue. don't know. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Like, to me, when I feel, like, most intimate with someone, it's I'm, like, just, like, clean and, like, <laughs> okay. In there, I like you it. Know? Okay, so that's my that's that would be answer. my physical answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Want to pick the next one? Yeah, that was a good first one. That was a great yeah. little start. A little, little fun one. Okay. What's this one? <laughs> Wait, is it another like silly one? Because if so, we're gonna do another one before we do this. No, we're doing this one first. We're doing this one. What is it? Would you participate in a gangbang with me? Yes, 1,000%. You would. Mm -hmm. Good, I would too. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so should we add that to the list? <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn list. Wait, what was the other one? <sighs> Shit, now I forgot. It's okay, when we go back and watch this. We'll come up with it. Um, no, not this one. Well, I wanted to be a deep How one. many sexual ones did you put in there? It's not sexual. It was just slightly funny. Okay. Ooh, 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 I like this one a lot. Okay, how can I show up in this relationship that will prove to you that you can count on me? Wow, okay. You, would you like to answer this one first? No, let's see. Yeah, okay. I asked you. Okay. To me, I live my life, and I live, I'm happiest in this pinnacle. I live my life like very efficiently. Like I love to wake up, slam a bunch of coffee and like maximize the F out of a day. It's the coffee's literally like this. Tall. Yeah. It's, it's that, an obscene amount of coffee. Your cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. I question them. I haven't been to the doctor in a long time. I should I probably do that. <laughs> um, but we digress. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> um, I, I just love really maximizing the day. Like I love getting, everything I can out of an awesome day. Doing 20 things if I can and just seeing every person I could possibly see and just like living vibrantly. Mm -hmm. The downside of that is whenever schedules start to conflict and things start to go like awry, it, it means so much to me to have someone close to me that can adapt to that very like just like effortlessly mm -hmm. and, and not only just adapt, but like be supportive of it and yeah. like, and be self-aware of that and find ways of like continue. Like I feel like whenever I'm in that headspace and it's pretty frequent, thankfully, I'm a pretty high energy kind of person. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I love staying in that, that flow state and having someone that can help me continue that kind of bowling ball effect to stay in that flow state mm -hmm. just makes me feel like the most loved ever. Like I, like whenever I, my day is going a thousand miles an hour and like I've got an interview here and then a cool meeting there and then drinks with a friend there, like just 
you know, the logistics of it all, knowing like, okay, well maybe I need to snag the car here and then like we'll have to switch cars there and like just having someone be on it to where they can keep that fun flow state going. I go to bed and just think like that, like that's the epitome of life. Like that's, mm. there's nothing better. So do just- Do you feel like I've done that for you? Do I feel like you've done that? Uh, do you feel like I have, I've- I feel, yeah, you, you are naturally very, go with the flow mm -hmm. already and you're also very naturally self-aware of the environment at which you're in or just the world like you have a good grounding of reality and whenever mm -hmm. the day is moving and life is happening your barometer of that is very spot on so to kind of shorten my answer yes you're very good at that I for appreciate me that. Hmm? i yeah. definitely think that like you and I both have very busy lives and like we yeah. understand that. And so I guess I've always really appreciated that we've both like been committed to staying flexible and adaptable and, yeah. you know, just trying to make it work whenever we can, finding the time, et cetera. I mean, there are times where we won't hang out for weeks. Like yeah. if it's, if they're just stretched thin and I'm across the country or the world and you're here and we're mm -hmm. moving in sales all over the place, like, yeah, there's, yeah. but it doesn't ever feel I guess to me, it's never really felt that stressful. That's good. I'm glad. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever felt like it like hindered the connection or no, like dwindled it in any way. No, it's if just, anything, we we're always like so excited to see each other when we got back. Yeah, you know. And I, I will say, even from afar, like what I do highly respect about our dynamic and the way that you've kind of the way you're wired and I'm wired and the way that we mix is like even when I'm in Dubai and I'm in an entirely different time zone and life is chaos and like I don't even know what day it is, like I feel like you get to be a, you're still a part of that, but not in a stressful way. Like it's not like a forced stress way. It's like mm -hmm. you're, you're there in the, the right way. No. And I've, so no, I just like, I'm just being self-observant of like how things have gone or how things have been. I so that. that was something, that's something that like, I've always really imagined, like I said, like I live, I like to live my life very kind of like fast paced and, and I, it just, it meant, it's always meant a lot to me mm -hmm. that you have this ability to be present, even though you aren't present, but not intrusive, even though you're you're very in the know. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, okay. Your turn. How can I show up in this relationship that will prove to you that you can count on me? Uh, I mean, we've kind of touched on it already, but I'm really big on just honesty and transparency, mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, in non-monogamy and just practicing um, different relationship styles. Also, you know, I think some of it comes from my kinky background as well. Just a lot of open communication, but like, which is totally new to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're doing great. <laughs> but like for me, I would definitely say that like if someone can come to me with the truth, mm -hmm. no matter how much they feel, it might like hurt me or upset me or whatever. If they can come to me and be like, hey, I did this, not sure how I'll react, but like they're willing to be like open and honest about it, that tells me that I can count on them. 
Mm. And so that was something that it took, a, like with my ex-husband, it took a while for us to get to that point because he was very much a person that like just did not want to upset me, did not want to hurt me, did not want to, you know, make me mad or anything. He always wanted to keep me happy, which like I appreciated, but like I feel, I feel like sometimes he would, you know, and it wasn't like ever big things, yeah. um, but like it w- he would either lie or hide things in a way to, um, you know, make sure that like I didn't get upset. And like I said, they really weren't like anything big. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I used to be really nitpicky with our budget because I did our finances like, and it was joint So time. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Stop talking dirty. <laughs> so there would be times where like, you know, I'd be like, well, what's this? And like, he, j- he didn't want to tell me that he went and spent like $150 on a dinner. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Just like, don't like hide that because you think I'm going to be upset about it. Gotcha. So it, it got to, like, it took us a, a while to get to a point where he could maybe, like, creating a safe space where, like, he could really be open with me. And once we got to that point, it, like, really opened up our relationship and made me feel like I could count on him. Yeah. And just made our dynamic, like, so much better. So anytime that someone's, like, willing to be honest and transparent, despite how I may or may not react, mm-hmm. that is huge for me. And cause, because then I can know, like, especially, like, in non-monogamy. You know, they can be like, you know, hey, sorry, I crossed X boundary or hey, sorry, like I did this. And like, maybe it's not something that I want to be thrilled about, but at least yeah. I can count on them to tell me yeah. that, you know, yeah. about it. So that's can I, can I open up uh, one of those moments with us? Sure. Why not? Because I will say, I feel like I'm very much like, or at least I'm hardwired or have been very programmed like I just hate hurting people mm-hmm. like I will avoid it, it all at all cost to not hurt someone it just like it pains me mm-hmm. but something you've made very you made me more self-aware of is that you know like that short-term pain sometimes has greater long-term positive effects Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. and, and you, and we've had this conversation like very recently where, you know, like I had a situation that I didn't know how to handle with a whole nother relationship and a dynamic. And I didn't even know how to talk to you about it because my construct of being in a relationship with someone is like not talking about those things that you have with someone else, mm-hmm. like intimately, sexually, or like with any feelings associated. And that made me super uncomfortable. And I thought that I was just going to, like I, for, for starters, I thought I had no place to even talk to you about it because like, why would you want to know about a complexity or a dynamic I had with someone else? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's burdening me in a problem, like to me, that would be an immediate turnoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I just opened up even a little bit about it, you were really quick to be like, look, like I, like I want to help. And it, like, it may be hard for me or I, like there may be things that I have trouble digesting, Mm -hmm. but like ultimately if I have a bad reaction to it, you're not going to want to come to me when you do have more problems down the road. So try and talk to me. And I've never felt that comfortable in in a dynamic like that before. It was eye-opening. Yeah. It was. Well, it's hard to be honest with ourselves, with our partners, 
And so, and most times, like, and I think I mentioned this to you as well, like you can't be honest with someone else until you're honest with yourself about yeah. it. So, and I think that's where I struggle is like, yeah. I try and like, I just lie to myself thinking like, I can make it right. Like everything's gonna be fine. Like Jordan makes everything fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually I just get to the point where I'm like, all right, things not fine. Like this yeah. is so bad. Like I feel terrible. How do I fix this? And yeah, I don't. I mean, like I said, in my previous marriage, I had the experience of like understanding what it took to build a safe space for someone so that they could come to me. And it's something that like I, and, and he, you know, the same for, for me coming to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he was also fairly even like tempered when I would come to him about things that maybe I wasn't like proud of, or, you know, that might upset him or whatever. But yeah. um it showed me like the importance of that because it's, you know, like you, you have to be honest with each other. Like a relationship is, is going to thrive when you both feel like you can count on each other and be honest. I understand as the years wear on, there are those little white lies every now and then, like you don't want to tell them that you accidentally sideswiped their brand new truck, you know, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Even though I was still honest about it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> After I got it fixed, so it was fine, but yeah, so, but, but overarching, like you just, you want to create a space where like you can both come to each other and be like, Hey, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Yeah. And then, then I guess maybe like to be more either. transparent on my end, like, I don't think I've ever had that kind of, I've never had a relationship that mature. Hmm. Interesting. Like none of my past partners had had that. Maybe I don't want to discredit them, but we as a, as a unit didn't have that dynamic. We didn't have that capacity. Yeah. And I mean, so I never really learned that. I'm definitely thankful that I had the opportunity to learn it because I think, I, I don't know, my, my, my marriage taught me a lot and I look back on it and I and I see some really great things that we did for each other that I can take into future relationships and hopefully like, you know, make someone else feel safe like I did with him. So Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, you definitely had an impact on me recently and I appreciate you opening up my eyes to it all. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I picked the last one. Okay, I hope y'all are enjoying this. <laughs> What's strange is, is like whether the cameras are here or not, this is pretty much how we talk all the time, so. Oh my God, this one was a joke. Okay. <laughs> it's based on a TikTok. What's your drink of choice? My drink of choice, Negroni, hands down. Spagliato with Prosecco in it? Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. And I, but I'll say, I was drinking Negronis Way before they became Instagram. Before the audio. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I hate Honestly, it. Campari sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they should be thinking. Uh, exactly. Can you imagine their sales yeah. in the last few years? Oh, absolutely. Like, They're probably like, oh, what is going oh, on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Negroni, hands down. What about you? Um, oh, this is gonna sound so weird. I love coffee with creamer. Mm-hmm. Coffee gets me through the day. Um, I guess. Well, okay, by drink, do we mean like alcoholic beverage? I went straight alcohol. If you're going to say drink, drink, coffee, 100%. Okay, I... But don't cheat like that. Drink, alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. champagne. Every guy watching right now is going to want to know what to order you when they see you at a bar. Champagne. Champagne. Maybe God, a pool some good champagne, too. <laughs> hey, what kind, like, if you, okay. I like Whispering Angel. Okay. Um, I've never tried, like, Dom Perignon. Oh. Is it good? Oh. Is it? I was so fortunate one time, Karim Kamfudi, if you ever watch this, God bless your heart. We had a layover and he got us a bottle of Dom at, oh. at one of the Delta lounges. And we literally sipped the difference between what you got for free yeah. and the bottle of Dom. And, and it was, oh my God. 
Okay, so for I my birthday, will you get me a bottle of Dom? Sounds like that's probably <laughs> your birthday. Okay. Oh, wait, I picked, so now you got to pick one. I'm now actually going to try on the ground. You've never tried one. What? Yeah. You've never had a taste of my drink while we've been out? No. I don't think we've actually drank. But no, because when we did at the, uh, in Oshkosh, it was all, all like beer. <laughs> that was not a bar that had Negroni, that's for sure. My favorite part of that night was I was like, I don't even like beer. And you were like, I don't either, but when in Rome. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was all we had that night. Um, okay, this is a good one. I'm, I'm excited. We're headed down the right path. Okay. Um, do you have a need or desire that routinely goes unmet in your relationships? Ooh. Uh, desire... Take your time. BDSM. <clears throat> Whoa. It's very hard to find partners that are like into it, that have experience with it, that are like aware of how the power exchange is supposed to occur and everything. And like I found. Can I, you talk to me a little bit about what you personally like as far as some of those things? I have a lot of kinks, um, and I have a lot of things. I identify as okay. switchy, so I like being both dominant and submissive. Mm -hmm. um, and it really just depends on the energy of the, of the other person what I prefer to be. Yep. I've found with you I like to be more submissive. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, and then I like impact play. I love shibari. I like knife play. I like um, primal play. Mm -hmm. Those are probably like my top four. Um, but yeah, it's just been tough to find partners that are like into that and like not afraid to do it and like do it in the way that I like it. Cause like I want to be hit, but like do it confidently and the way that I like it. Otherwise, like it's gonna be a turn off. <laughs> ah, forgot. Okay, how does? I'm going to sidebar this conversation. Okay. How, how does a guy mm -hmm. that meets a beautiful, dark-haired woman know what those boundaries are? Like, how, how are we supposed to build the construct of that? You're supposed to communicate. So, like, in kinky relationships, like, one of the first things you do is you have an extensive conversation about, like, what the dynamic is going to look like. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first met my doms. I met them at a sex party. Um, which I also met Snoop Dogg that night. Um, anyways, wait, I don't know if I want to say that. <laughs> we might have to bleep that out. <laughs> anyways, um, or maybe he won't care regardless. Um, so I met them and we just, they just did some light shibari and. Which is ropes. Yeah, just ropes and yeah. impact play on me, which is just, they had floggers and they were just, you know, hitting mm -hmm. me with floggers. Okay. But like how, like. But You're in that, a new relationship. But that's what I'm saying. That was like the first night, and that wasn't like enough for us to like see. And it was like a party setting, so it was you know it was we could do that openly and mm -hmm. you know kind of feel out the energy, which we did. And then I got their information, and we met up again at his house. It was a couple, a male and a female. Mm -hmm. And when we met up at his house, the first probably like hour and a half we spent going over like, what's your experience? What do you ah. want to get out of this? What do you want to feel? Which wow. I thought was one of my favorite questions. They every single time before we started, you know, they were like, "What do you want to feel?" Huh. And so I tell them, "I'm like, I want to feel sexy. I want to feel taken care of. I want to feel, um, you know, pain. I want to release pain. I, you know, so like it was. I love that about you know always going into the dynamic with them. Yeah. 
I will say this. One of my big needs is um, reassurance. Okay. I have a lot of abandonment issues. I've got hella daddy issues. So I love reassurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and my ex-husband would always hate when I use this term that I have trained him. But I essentially trained him to like give me the reassurance, the, like to understand how and when I needed reassurance. So I, by helping him like identify the moments that I needed that reassurance over time, he's like, okay, got it. This is like when she needs it. This is how she prefers to. And so then it kind of came now, na- it came naturally for him after some time mm-hmm. um, to understand that reassurance. So it wasn't an unmet one in my marriage, but in probably my other relationships since then. Um, and like, granted they've all been pretty casual, but like, yeah, you know, sometimes just reassurance is yeah. nice words of affirmation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Oof. Wait, do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a need or desire that routinely goes unmet in relationships? I think my need, my biggest need is to feel like I'm valuable to that relationship. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's always gone unmet, but I will say that internally I struggle with it, whether or not it's even being met or not. That's how much like mm-hmm. it okay. means to me. And so I just, it's important for me to feel really valued in the relationship. Like I'm doing the right things. I like knowing, like I like good positive feedback loops. Knowing, okay. So like words of affirmation? Words of affirmation, but it doesn't necessarily need to be like, you're doing so good. Like, <laughs> Great, but like, no <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like that doesn't really do it for me. Like, I mean, like, like direct affirmation, like, thank you so much for picking up the dogs from, from the, the, the vet or like, like it meant so much last night that like you did all the dishes whenever I was working and like, that was amazing. Like, thank you. Like to me, it's those little moments that Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. 
That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on STD check and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. That I can fill in the gaps of. And I just love to know that, that because I'm really good at the, I feel like I'm really good at those things. Like I love to, to help fill those gaps and help people's days be more fluid. And just like, like I said, I, I love maximizing the day. So I love helping other people maximize their day. Mm-hmm. And it's great to hear whenever those acts are resonating with that person. So if that is unmet, then you're feeling down. Yeah. yeah. If okay. I feel like I'm constantly kind of doing a whole bunch of things and like they just, it's not, it's not doing anything for them. I just, yeah, I kind of felt like a little worthless. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I know that's probably a little different of an answer than, mm-hmm. than we would have went for, but no, I think like that's good. That, that's it's, it's really important to me to feel like I'm being valued and like to feel like the things that I'm doing for someone are really actually making a positive impact. And if they aren't, I want to know how I can do that. And it's really important to just be like descriptive and like direct because that's all I really want is to just be helpful and like to feel valued. This really reminds me of um, not that long ago or maybe a month or two ago. I can't remember. Um, We released an episode and it was titled like insecurities and feeling valued or something. Mm -hmm. And I know you listen to some of our episodes. I don't know. I don't know if you listened to that one specifically, but like we released it and then like a couple hours later and I was talking in the episode how like, you know, sometimes it's, it's nice to feel valued. And I guess our, our answers are a little similar in yeah. a way. Yeah. Reassurance, like mm-hmm. words of affirmations, feeling valued, knowing those kind of things. But, um, I just remember in the episode I was talking about how like in one of my other dynamics, I just didn't feel as safe. And so like sometimes that brought forth insecurities. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, you texted me and you're like, I value you because of this. <laughs> and I was like, I okay. near cried. <laughs> Aww. Wouldn't even have known that. Okay. It was so cute. And I remember awesome. I showed it to Cammie and she thought it was adorable, but like it was, it was a really nice moment because yeah. huh. I felt really seen and like heard like you heard me yeah you know if you listen to that episode i don't remember if you i don't I honestly i may have just been coincidence <clears throat> yeah yeah i don't know if so so. <laughs> so do i need to give a, a sexual one too since you did too well desire can be it doesn't have to be sexual okay so it could be like you desire um like physical touch okay oh good one yeah god good one yeah so that a- is did you feel like you didn't get enough touch in previous relationships? Yes. Okay. But to be honest, I think the bar is set so high that it's almost unattainable. <laughs> but Wait, what do you mean? I just love physical touch. Like, okay. I cannot get enough of it. Like, all day long, I could just be, like, touching. And that, that to me, actually is more of a gesture and response than words of affirmation. Really? Okay. Absolutely. Good yeah, to know. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I, I wouldn't say I'm the opposite but I don't like to be touched a lot. Too bad. If it's someone that I really care for, though, and, like, have feelings, I, like, that is the time that I will, like, allow You will allow it. Yeah, yeah. I will allow That's it. your barrier. Or, you like, can, You'll lower the, yeah, lower, lower the drawbridge. Otherwise, don't touch me. Okay. Hmm. Noted. When you're pissed, don't touch you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Did I pick the last one? Uh, I picked the last one. 
<clears throat> oh, I like this one. Okay, um, it's it's actually it's both silly, but I think um, also like a good one. Yeah. Okay, what emoji should I include if I'm being funny or sarcastic in a text so you don't get the wrong idea? Ooh, I use emojis like they're their own form of communicating. I do. Same. I emoji. Half the, the time it's of... the crying one with the clapping. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I don't like to me, in fact, like in dating, I feel like my last few relationships are just like, hello, period. I'm like, hello? Are you like, <laughs> are you mad? What, are you happy? Like, is yeah. this a good morning? Like, what is going on? And anytime I communicate, almost every text has some sort of emoji to emphasize in some way what I'm trying to get across emotionally. Same. And that's why, that was going to be my answer, is that like, as long as there's an emoji, you're good. then I'm good. If it's more serious, to, don't throw in an emoji. But I'll like, have to second that. Exactly. If I'm serious, there aren't any emojis. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple periods added at the end. <laughs> yeah, but there there's is. There's punctuation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No emojis. But yeah. any other instance, let's give a barometer. I want to know where we're at. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Okay, so. well, we're going to cheat these answers and just say our, ours are the same on this one. Yeah. Any, any emoji is a good emoji. And I feel like, you, at least in text conversation, I, I feel like I can tell, like, when it's either more serious or when mm -hmm. you're joking for sure. And I think the emojis help. Um, there have been a couple times where I'm like, uh, and, like, I, I think we clarify, but mm -hmm. otherwise. I, I feel like sometimes, too, though, and maybe this is just like the slight bad kid in me, but like sometimes it's good to just throw out something and just see how it is absorbed. Mm. And maybe in those like uncomfortable moments where you don't know what I'm actually meaning, it's a little premeditated just because I want to get a barometer on maybe where you're at. I like it. Yeah. Just since we're being really honest tonight. Okay. And don't be afraid to throw those out. Because I like those curveballs. Okay. I do. Noted. Man, there's a lot of questions in here. You did great. I know. Okay. Thank you, Therapy Jeff. <laughs> At Therapy Jeff on TikTok. I don't remember the name of his podcast. It's like, eh, I don't remember it. Ooh, this is such a good one. Oh, yeah? You did so good with these. Yeah. Okay. How will I know if you get triggered... And what is the best way to respond in a caring way? <laughs> you triggered me before. And really? You, you saw my response. What was it over? <clears throat> um, it was that one night we had pizza, remember? You ordered pizza. It was, you had asked me, you were telling me about your day and everything, and then you had asked me about me. Mm -hmm. And... Okay. There was, I was triggered. Anyways. <clears throat> and I was triggered. <laughs> okay. How dare you ask me about my day? <laughs> Walking on eggshells over here. No, no, it was something else. But anyways, um, I shut down. It's very hard for me to like mask my emotions mm -hmm. unless I'm in public. But like if it's in a private setting, if you piss me off, you will know. Or if you trigger Cold me, shoulder. yeah, you will know because I immediately just like go in yep. and that's like my natural response. And so then I'm so like, what am I supposed to do? What is, what is your, what is your significant other supposed to do? In so this you're going to, yeah. So you're going to sense like any, but I guess you have to be able to sense it too. I'm pulling back. I'm being quiet. I'm in my head. I'm I feel like scared. that's obvious with you. You're, yeah. you're, when that, that moment happens, 
The energy definitely shifts. It does. Yeah. But the best response would be get me to talk about it. Just get you to talk. Just keep prying. Get me to talk about it and... Not space. If I, I will ask for space if I need it. Mm. But if... But the main thing... That was the one thing I was so bad about in my past relationships. Really? Like, they, for some reason, every person I've ever dated always wanted space when they were triggered. And I could not handle it. I'm the same way. <laughs> I was like, we have to solve this now. Same. Like, Absolutely what do you mean you're going to be in the other room? <laughs> so it was, it's actually funny because it was the same with my ex-husband and I. Uh -huh. And he'd be the one pulling away and just like needing space. And I was like freaking out. And yeah. I was like, God, no. I'm like, we yeah. have to talk about this right now. Can we please? And yeah. he'd be like, I need a fucking moment. And then I'm I like, get more worked up. Yeah. And it just escalates the whole thing. Like, and, and then, then I'm mad like, that he's mad. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so all you people out there that need space, get your shit together. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so get you you will give yourself, you will say, I need space if you need space. But I will say, but mostly I want, but I want someone, like, I don't want it to be like, come on, talk about it, what is yeah, it? Yeah. I want them to be like, I'd like to understand so that we can right. resolve this. I'm coming here in peace. Yeah. I want to know what happened, and I want to make this better. Yeah, and then reassurance. Gotcha. Okay. I need a lot of, yeah. Good reassurance. Good reassurance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, what about me? Why don't you read it one more time? Make sure we're all on the same page. How will I know if you get triggered and what is the best way to respond in a caring way? You will know I am triggered because I will immediately shut down. <laughs> we're the same. <laughs> Yeah, we are the same. Um, I will, if it's in, if we're texting, you will just, you won't get a response. Oh, yeah. That's why it will just say on. red. Yeah. <laughs> same. That's it. And I have my read receipts on. Same. For that <laughs> reason. Yeah. I want people to know. Yes. I read it. Yeah. So that's, that's one example. If we're in person, public, I will just get quiet. Same. I will get uncomfortably yeah. quiet. Same. Um, yeah, and I'm not proud of that, but I will get uncomfortably quiet. In private, I think it's better than lashing out. Oh, me too. I think the most embarrassing thing is having a fight in public. That's oh, like same. not okay with me. Same. I've never, I've never been okay with that. My parents used to do that all the time, and it like mortified me. Really? Yeah, and they still do, and it mortifies. So that's where that comes from. See, like my parents didn't, which is why I'm even confused why I'm so hardwired that way. Like they never fought in front of me, so. I was never triggered by it, but yeah. like, I, I, and in fact, I think maybe it's the reason why it's so triggering to fight in public is because like, <clears throat> I never saw it as a kid. So like, yeah. when it happens, I'm like, oh, what the hell is going on? Like, No, I saw it plenty. Like, My parents fought in front of us, in front of hmm. other people. They didn't care who was around. Wow. But okay. it was, but then it would just make me extremely uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so I shut down. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I will cold shoulder anybody. Like, I'm just, I'm out. And I think I'm even more childish than that. Like, I will completely cold shoulder the specific person, but then be my entirely <laughs> bubbly, happy self to the rest of the world around them. And I'm sorry to all of the people that that happens to, because it's not fair. So I, Camille but, and I are like that. Really? We'll do that to each other, like, yeah. if we're upset at each other. Like you're at a party, she says something and you're like, says something that pisses you off. And like, I will not talk to her for the rest of the night, but be completely nice to everyone else. 
same. So good to see you. <laughs> She'll do the same thing to me. Yeah. I'm not proud of that. I love Camilla. And um, sometimes, oh, this is why we go to therapy. We realize we picked up the, ha the fighting habits of our parents. Yeah. yeah. So, because I remember sense. one time we went home and they were fighting in front of us. And I looked at her and I was like, this is where we got it from. And she was like, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. why we're in therapy. Okay. So how can I respond in a caring way? How can you respond in a caring way? When you're triggered. Blowjobs. Blowjobs. It's the only way. Got it. Yeah. No. Just straight on my knees. <laughs> just trying to help. <laughs> uh, no. Um, how can you respond in That's a helpful a way? Answer, actually. <laughs> Honestly, like physical touch. Really helps. If it can get to that level, problem will immediately be solved. Really? 100%. Yeah. Interesting. Just wipe straight clean. Okay. Um, but I think to me, whenever I'm triggered and in those moments, it's important for that, for, for my significant other, for, I, I want them to know why I'm so hurt and to just like make an effort to understand it. I think as long as the effort is made to understand it, that's what matters to me. Whether it's solved or not, I feel like it's sometimes even irrelevant. Like, we'll get there. Sometimes there's no solution. Sometimes yeah. it's just things didn't go right. And to me, it's just being heard and known why I may have gotten worked up, which doesn't happen very often. It, like, takes a lot for me to get to that level. But, yeah, like, in those moments, physical touch and just, like, an effort to understand why. So we're similar in this. It seems <laughs> like we're just going to keep bringing up the same things. Yeah. Yep. But that's no, good. But I like it. I feel like I'm discovering. But I think that's too why we just very easily get along in general. I agree. Is yeah. like, of course, like everyone always asks, like, what's your love language? What's your, okay. Well, what you're really saying is like what, what you're good at giving too. Like no different than what you like to receive. Like what you receive is typically what you're really good at also providing. Typically. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. saying in every instance, but... And I feel like that's that's kind of how I've always been. It's like my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation and just like hearing, being understood. And that's how I express it to other people too. I like it. Yeah. Mm. I hope it's sexual. It can be sexual. <sighs> okay. Open to interpretation. All right, let's hear it. What did you not hear enough in your last relationships that you want to hear more of in this relationship? Ooh, easy for me. So easy. I would say in all of my relationships, it's been important to me and probably not said enough. I am proud of you. Okay. You want that? I, I don't receive it very well <laughs> to begin with. Like, I deflect compliments. Like, like... Captain America with a shield. <laughs> but, but whenever someone that I'm intimate with takes that time to like pin me down and let me know that they're truly proud of me, like there's nothing that makes me feel more mm. happy. I love that. I've said that to you. You have. No, you're great. You're great at it. Yeah. 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 Definitely have. Okay. Yeah. Now you read it to me. Got it. What did you not hear enough in your last relationship that you want to hear more in this relationship? I booked you a massage. <clears throat> Let me repeat that. <clears throat> I booked you a massage. I bought you the Louis Vuitton you wanted. And you're great just the way you are. Aww. 
In that order? Yes, in that order. Massage, Louis Vuitton, or Dior. I love Dior. Um, and you're great just the way you are. I love that. Okay. But I don't need to change. You don't need to change. Okay. Great answers. Let's shake it up. Let's do another <laughs> one. Yours are, yours, you're like, you knew yours immediately. Um, <clears throat> what mistakes... What mistakes did you typically make in a relationship that you want to avoid in future relationships? I feel like in the beginning of my marriage, especially since like we hadn't delved into like non-monogamy and everything yet, like I wasn't always the most like honest with him about my desires and like my like fantasies and stuff and so it really taught me and and like I'm not really proud of those times that I maybe wasn't the most honest with him um and it took me a lot to work through that guilt so I just try to be brutally honest in okay. all future relationships yeah but actually huh. another one actually would be that and he said this to me at the end of our relationship, and ever since then, I've tried to work on it so much because it really hurt me. Um, he said that I wasn't always the most nurturing. Hmm. Um, and he said that because, at least for me, my patience can run very thin when people are not self-aware yep. and when people are not... Um, communicative mm. and he was not always those things in the beginning gotcha. so my patience ran thin very quickly and it took a lot of time to get to a point where I where you know he was those things so then like our dynamic was easier but I'm just I'm a tough love person ask mm -hmm. Cammy I'm the same way yeah. with her yeah and I, and I, as much as I think my tough love can be very helpful to some people, because I think my tough love did help him in some ways, um, I don't think I was very aware of the fact that maybe I didn't always give him the nurturing part of that too. Gotcha. And I loved him very deeply. I still do. I don't have really many regrets when it comes to that marriage, but one thing I do regret was that maybe sometimes I forgot to be nurturing okay especially since I, I i bulldoze through emotions and processing them and mm -hmm. you know like if something comes at me i'm like immediately working on it to make sure that i like overcome it and he was the type of person that just sometimes needed more space and sit needed with more, that a little needed to sit with it more and all those things and so like when he needed that time and i was just already gone and past it and he wasn't there i wasn't always the most understanding or like nurturing of that and so yeah. I once he made me aware of it I have been on a journey to like really try and fix that yeah that makes sense okay huh if there's one thing I could apologize to him about it would be it would be those two things yeah hmm. okay good answers thank you 
What mistakes did you typically make in relationships that you want to avoid in this one? Mistakes that I've made in the past were probably around setting expectations too high. Mm. Okay. Or like setting a construct of what I thought the relationship would be instead of allowing it to just flow. Did you communicate those things? No. Okay. I was really bad about that. Okay. Yeah. I think because I was so kind of hardwired to do the the dance of typical relationships, you know, like you you meet, you date for a while, and then it's like, are we serious? You get serious. It's like, okay, we're getting married. Are we going to have kids? Like, I just, I felt like I put a lot of pressure on the other person mm -hmm. to, to kind of maybe, maybe be something that they weren't. Um, and yeah, I would, I would not, I, I know, I know now whenever I go into a new dynamic, it's really important to me to just realize whether or not I mesh with that or not, instead of like, oh, I find this person incredibly attractive. Let's make them work with how I like to work. Mm -hmm. And I will say I was bad about that in the past, where physical attraction was the number one thing, and I could try and like make everything else work around that. And you know, I don't think they deserve that, and I don't think I deserve that either. Mm. And so, just being more self-aware that that you know, like you, you just being more self-aware of the dynamic as a whole, and not putting so much pressure on it, and also letting it organically turn into whatever it is. And if that's not in the direction of me, accepting that and, and truly accepting that. That was probably a projection of what maybe you do to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like a lot of times we'll project those things onto our partners. So, you know, you were projecting or you were setting these high expectations of them, like trying to fit these molds that you didn't even know if they fit. And maybe that was the exact same thing you're doing to yourself. Mm -hmm. in some ways. I think it's great that you're self-aware of it because I don't think all the time I think people enter relationships and they immediately put their partner on a pedestal of everything that they want them to be without actually like realizing like who's in front of them. And I remember I was telling Kami this because, um, you know, one of her dudes that she was like in love with or whatever, um, <clears throat> You know, she was always, like, so upset when he wouldn't do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And and I told her at one point, I'm like, you're, you're looking at the person, like, that you want them to be. You're not looking at who's standing right in front of you. Like, you put them on such a high pedestal that, like, you're just up here and, like, you don't even notice mm -hmm. the actual person, you know, right there. And so it's like, you really have to, I always say you really have to train yourself to, like, just see who really is in front of you take out potential take out what it could be should be whatever like yeah what's standing right in front of you mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of people forget to do that i've done it too you know with yeah. what actually one of my probably more recent partners that you know of i think sometimes i was so caught up in so it, yeah i mean these things like take practice and sometimes you have to remind yourself and whatnot but I remember not long ago I finally got to a point where I realized like 
am I actually looking at what's in front of me or is it just still, you know, the illusion of what I want it to be or what I think it is, all those things. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Good I answers. Think it's the last one. Good answers. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. Last question. Last question. Thank you again for doing this. Really? This has been fun. Yeah. No, thank Therapy Jeff. Therapy Jeff, we don't know where you are right now. And to be honest, I don't even know you. But <laughs> this is a guy I know on TikTok. <laughs> keep doing you, Therapy Jeff. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is a little more lighthearted. Do you yeah. like the dates we are going on? Mm. Do you want to do something different? Mm. When we hang out, it's always fun, I will say. Whether that's us getting pizza and you being upset at me. <laughs> or... Us, I mean, we've, we've actually gotten out and done it. Like Joshua Tree was incredible. Uh, Joshua Tree was incredible. Tree. That yeah. was probably the most fun I've had taking photos, I will say. You, our dynamic, being, me being able to just be me and like be in the moment and not have to run to you and be like, are you okay? Everything okay? Mm -hmm. You good? Everything good? Was mind-altering when it came down to me just enjoying taking pictures of an incredible sunset with a thunderstorm building on the edge of Joshua Tree National Park. Like, I, it was a moment that I knew was special in general, but the fact that I wasn't anxious about also entertaining you and keeping you happy, that I could just truly indulge in being there and being present and doing something that I love was incredible. So yes, I definitely enjoyed the time we spent together. And what would I do to change it or what could I do to spice it up? Do you want to do something different? Yeah, definitely. Do you want to do something different? I would love to do, I feel like we need more trips. Like we need to go, to, like the Joshua Tree experience. Like that to me, like I've got a van, you've got a pilot's license. Like <laughs> why are we not breaking the simulation here? Like we should be, we should be doing more. I got so, a current on my flying. I know, I know, but I'm just saying like, I will say if there's if I have anything to add to it, which I really don't, I'd love to see us just like really kick it up a notch. Like we're Hawaii. young, we were single, we have no kids, we have no obligation. Camille takes care of the dogs. <laughs> like, why are we not like exploring more? Okay. Yeah. I agree. I'd love to do more trips. Like I'd love to do Hawaii. I know we talked about Hawaii. Yeah. Um, Singapore. Yep. Africa. Oh, I'd be totally down. Kimi, Gosh, with Kimi my 600 mil, some lions. Yeah, Kimi and I want to go, but I think it'd be more fun if we, like, if we all went together. I do too. Great. Yeah. Um, too bad she's not attracted to Karim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but she's definitely got a type. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but okay. I, I agree. I like our dates, um, and sometimes I love that we can just order a pizza and stay nothing. in and have sex and great sex, like phenomenal sex. And then, you know, we're good. So, um, and then go to sleep and wake up and, you know, you have coffee ready for me in the morning, which I love. And then I'm on my way. I love coffee. I'm on my way, merry way back home. Yeah. But I agree. I'd love to do like more things, but I'd also love to, um, 
I don't know. Like, I like raves. Yeah. I'd love to see. Oh, I've always wanted to do a rave with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've only, like, I've only, yeah, I, that's such a good one. But I think, but on a more, like, day-to-day kind of hangouts, uh-huh. I would actually like to be a little bit more intentional about exploring things sexually. Oh. Um, like, I remember when I would used to hang out with, like, my dominance, you know, Every time I went over there, it was like trying something new and exciting, and it was like very thrilling. And it was literally like allotting four hours of that day to like sexual exploration. Doesn't have to include penetration the whole time. Like sometimes it would okay. literally be just, um, you know, like some form of impact play or um, learning how to like tie the ropes. Okay. Like, things like that. So, like, yep. it doesn't you have to be penetrative sex for four hours but God, i'd hope not because <laughs> your boy ain't got that <laughs> <laughs> but i'd love to be a little bit more intentional sometimes about like hey let's explore this sexually hmm. yeah. okay okay not to say that i don't love the sex we're having right now because i absolutely love it yeah but but i know like sometimes like you know you kind of get caught up in your stresses and your day-to-day, so, like, intentionally going into, yeah. like, a sexual space. Right, I'm just like, seem, hey, good to see you facing the pillow. And then yeah, it can like, seem like a lot, so it's like... That's <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Uh, okay, yeah. cool answer. That makes sense. I, I cannot say that I, would ma- that, that I would mind that. Okay. I think I could oblige. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So I do actually have a reason why the paddle is here. Oh, God. This is a beautiful paddle by, um, the brand is by Kilter. Okay. Um, She's in the UK. She makes lovely um, BDSM bondage tools. She's got paddles. um, What's the name again? By Kilter. By Kilter. Like B-Y and then Kilter. K-I-L-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. Um, what else does she have? Blindfolds, handcuffs, the paddle, and oh, a collar and a leash. Well, I would really love to be. And I'd really love to shout her name out as much as possible to get those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, um, she gave us this beautiful paddle, and I love it. We yeah. used it earlier, actually, on our. Feet. I had no clue what I. Yeah, on I had no clue feet. what I was doing. Do you know how good it feels to have your your feet paddled? I genuinely did not, but. Fully clothed, and and it felt great. Yeah, I'm glad. It was it was yeah. It was okay, great. so we're gonna do a quick little lightning round. Three oh boy. questions. And okay. If you get any wrong, you get a paddle, and then you ask me. Come three on. Questions. Okay. We don't have to do it on camera. We can do it off camera. <laughs> we're in this. But okay, what is my favorite color? Fuck, pink. Good. <laughs> When's my birthday, including the year? <laughs> Where are you hitting me? <laughs> I don't even know how old you are, to be honest. I thought about that today. What? Yeah, I was like... We celebrated my birthday together. I know we did. But I'm 29. See, I thought you were like 26. What? I did. What? In fact, that's the only reason why I thought about it, was I was like, damn, she's so mature. Like I, I like because I see you, I see you as a person like, like this aura of like. This sounds gross, but it's not. But like an old, like a forty-five-year-old person, like a very mature individual. Oh. But then I thought about it in the construct today of like, but she's like twenty-six. Like I don't. <laughs> but like it's impressive. Like I was like kind of like I was trying to figure it out. 
So, I, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. October 14th, 1993. I did know it was October 14th, but the day, the year, it was not. Oh, yeah. well, you should have at least said October 14th. That could have been like a half point. I know. If it makes you feel better, um, my ex-husband had to make it his part of his email address just so he could remember. <laughs> so, okay, I'm not going to be that bad. <laughs> my birthday is in October, too, so I can kind of get close. Okay. Um, what's my middle name? Marie? <laughs> That's my cat's name. That is your cat's name. So that was the middle name of, like, no bullshit every ex I've ever had. <laughs> so it was the long shot, but yeah. Okay. It's kind of a trick question. I don't have a middle name. Okay, well that's not fair. Okay. Now, what three questions can I answer about you? So you've got two paddles. Oh my God, okay. Where do you want them? Okay. <laughs> okay, go, go. Um, all right. What is... What is my biggest pet peeve? I asked her for your birthday and you asked me for a pet peeve? I mean... Uh, okay, um... Shit. Oh. There's one that's really big. LA Influencer Girls. Oh God, okay, <laughs> well... I'll let that one go as one because that's definitely up there. Like the ones that are like taking pictures in oh. yoga classes, like with their boobs pushed up and like. Ooh. Yeah, that is that is a big pet peeve. <laughs> Punctuality was the one I was thinking of, but. I'm always late. Yeah, you are. <gasps> no, no. You're serious. not that punctual. You're punctuality. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> punctuality. Okay, punctuality. I'll um, do okay. okay. <laughs> what is if I had to choose our date night food, what would it be? Oh, um you love burgers. I do eat hamburgers all the time. Okay. Burgers, you also love steak. Mm -hmm. But I'm pescatarian. It's great. Um, you do also love pizza. You nailed them. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, okay. What, what do I love to do more than, more than anything? Like what, what makes me the happiest? Oh, there's so many of those. <clears throat> Like, what's my hobby? What's my, what makes me happiest? Photography. Filming. Every day. a really good shot. All I remember is you on the beach trying to get a picture of that damn hawk. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm just sitting there waiting and just enjoying, okay, well, enjoying myself. Sure. Enjoying myself while you're, like, running after this hawk. Oh, this damn trying hawk. Trying to get a picture of it's called a peregrine falcon and it is the oh, fastest bird on the earth. <laughs> so credit where credit's due. I was trying to keep up with the fastest animal on the planet. And that lens is huge too. So you're like... Da, 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 da. Yeah, I had my big lens. Yeah, I was compensating for my insecurities that day. Okay. Yeah. Well, yay. Okay. That I was got... good answers. I appreciate the lightning round. I'm good. I'm glad. Well, okay. Was this... Did you enjoy this? Was this fun? Do you feel like you know me better? 
I do. And I also feel like I probably opened up about some things that maybe can help us in our relationship. Yeah, for sure. And, and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very proud of everything you do. I hope you know that. I'm very proud of this setup. I'm very proud of you for pitching this idea. Because I wanted to do it. It's like you read my mind. Yeah, I'd love, like, I think this is something, like, I'd love to do it again. Like, I loved your questions. This was, like, we do this whether or not there are cameras here or not. <laughs> so, tonight, I pretty much just got to do what I love most, which is set up a whole bunch of gear and, and talk to them. And I do what I love most. I love recording. I love having conversations with people and getting to know them better and understanding, you know, more about them. Yeah. And you're good at that. Thank you. Definitely good at that. Well, thank you for having me. I hope all of your listeners enjoyed maybe getting to know me a little bit and getting to know you a little bit more. This is the first time I've had someone that, you know, I know we're, we're friends mm -hmm. and we're intimate with each other. Yeah. But I think this is the first time they've seen me on my own with someone else, like someone else's energy, but also, you know, someone that I care about very deeply. Yeah. In, um, maybe a more romantic way. So I hope our listeners got to see this yeah. or are happy they got to see this. And for all my friends and family who get to watch some of the stuff that I come out with, I'm sorry that now you get to see the real me because <laughs> this is it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and yeah, just thank y'all for watching and thank you for being you. I'll do the normal, what come on, I always do. Let's hear it. So. Close us out, girl. Oh. Well, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Do you want to plug yourself? Where can people find you? Um, I really don't want any more followers, so it's okay if okay. I don't plug myself. Um, I love that you can be like honest about that. Yeah, if y'all end up finding me, then you did great. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't need it. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. As always, wear condoms, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching, guys. Ah.